So we'll be paying, what, $150 a barrel in the next few weeks or months? Well, it may not get to $150, but it, it's really a bad story here because we are now the U.S. under Biden, who turned the fossil fuel spigots off and drove up prices. We are dependent once again on OPEC. And by the way, it's OPEC plus. So it's the Saudis plus the Russians who are now going to cut back production. At least that's what everybody expects in their meeting tomorrow. Oil price has already gone up about 10 bucks in the last couple of days. Um, if they cut back on 2 million barrels a day, Sean, which is what's being discussed by insiders, that will um, that'll raise the price of oil by probably 15 or $20, and that'll jack up uh, gasoline prices across the country, not just on the West Coast where they're already too high. I mean, it's really an incredible miscalculation for us to be put back into the Stone Age where we depend again on the Middle East, OPEC countries, and Russia. And that is only possible because Biden has turned off the well, spigot. Don't... We are producing almost 3 million barrels a day, Sean, less than we were pre-COVID, pre-pandemic. Some days I do wonder why. Oh, he says a bad word there at the end, I think. Hmm. Imagine that. Not as bad as our president said on a hot mic yesterday, though. <laughs> so gross. It's just unbelievable. Well, he was flexing his, you know, wrinkled yeah, muscles. Look, look at me. Uh, Oceanside, California. Uh, regular gas, six seventy nine a gallon. That's the cheap stuff. Supreme is seven oh nine. Wow. So there you go. And it's going to go up. Well, I, I mean, predict it's going up even more because they're saying thirty more cents potentially here in the months ahead puts us right back almost where we were at, at the peak. You know. So I wonder if he'll uh, if he'll take credit for that because he always takes credit when it goes down. Oh, I know. Oh, pat, pat, pat. <laughs> I know he hurts his uh, hurts his. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be the Putin? Oh, it's oh yeah. Hike? They're still they're still talking Are about. They, the they're gonna go back to that. All oh, this is the Putin now. stuff. Yeah. I just want all the credit, and none of the blame. Right. That's my motto. Yeah, when it's bad, it's Putin. When it's good, it's him. Uh huh. Yeah, got it. All mm -hmm. right. Good to know. Uh, happy Thursday, guys. Yeah. Didn't mean to start all negative on you, but that's what Lamb does. I do. So, anyway, <laughs> I'll try to, to pull up on the plane here with your thought of the day. Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. Okay. I think that's true. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it can be true. Who said that? Henry Ford. Mm. Ah, yes. He the, was good at that. The man that put the... Uh, assembly line assembly line down. together and they were just just even watching the videos of what they accomplish is quite amazing well i mean i guess when you think about it that's exactly what he did hmm. you do this little piece and right. you do this little right. piece and you do we'll this send it piece. down the line and then they'll do their little piece it just seems like every time i tried this philosophy like for example if i'm taking on a closet okay or something i i think oh i'm just going to do this you know a little bit at a time mm -hmm. and then i'll get it all taken down and then the next thing i know i'm i'm sitting there looking at a, a yearbook and <laughs> listening to you know a mixtape that i made in 1986 so you know 
Well, that could be a problem. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of a problem. Uh, 434-248-0704. That's our text number. We hope that you will use it and play along with our Mind Jam trivia. Noticed you put it in the uh, Helen Keller font for me. Thank you. You are welcome. Today is National Orange Wine Day. Hmm. Okay. Didn't know that existed. We want to... I want to we, try some. Right. We want to know if you know what this ancient method uses to make orange wine. Right. There's a method to, to the madness. I have to tell you, when I first heard orange wine, I was like, oh, yeah. it sounds sweet. But I yeah. did some research. It's not sweet. Oh. Okay. At all. It's all right. kind of dry. Okay. All which right. I would be all about. If you think you uh, kind of have an idea on that one, we'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Here, here's a clue. There's no orange in it. Mm. I will tell you that. Really? There's no orange in orange wine. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's all I give you. Right. Uh, on this day in history, in 1927, the jazz singer starring Al Jolson uh, is released. It's the first film with a soundtrack. Mm. And it kind of, you know, that's kind of the farewell of the silent era, wow. for sure, yeah. after that happened. Uh, in 1956, scientist Albert Sabin announces he has an oral polio vaccine that's mm -hmm. ready for testing. And uh, that would soon uh, take over the Sox vaccine in many parts of the world. Okay. That was a big day. Yeah, absolutely. This next one is interesting. Mm -hmm. Could like, be going back to this next one. Maybe. 1961, JFK advises Americans, go ahead and build that fallout shelter. Might yeah. need it. Yeah, that wasn't a, a big deal. Like you could list that in your in your listings in the last few decades, and everybody was like, "What do I need with a fallout shelter?" Now it's like moved to the top of the Zillow. Uh, if you've got one from Civil the 60s. Defense officials recommend that for the best fallout protection, your family have these two things: an approved fallout shelter and enough supplies to enable you to stay in it for a maximum of two weeks. If you have them ready and learn a few safety precautions, you and your family stand a first-rate chance of surviving any nuclear attack. A first-rate chance. Remember, uh, gee, back, that sounds back swell. Then, what would it? What would it sound like now? Make sure you have plenty of extra charged batteries right. for your devices, so right. your children don't drive you absolutely crazy in the fallout <laughs> shelter. Otherwise, you may just release them and let them glow in the dark. I do have interesting, uh, today's Life Hack Thursday, I do have an interesting Life Hack that was sent in by a listener. Oh, okay. Uh, that I look forward to sharing a little bit later on. It's funny and effective. All right. Uh, in 1978, Mick Jagger apologizes for his racist lyrics in Some Girls. How racist was it that he's apologizing in 1978? Good Jagger Lord. was asked how he felt about the album being criticized as sexist and possibly racist. Jagger's tongue-in-cheek response raised a few eyebrows in 78, but today it would probably require a full apology tour. The next one's going to be more racist and more sexist, and it's going to be a whole bunch better. <laughs> wow. That was a, it's going to be a whole bunch better. I'm going to, like, double down. <laughs> With my, more race, my racism. More sex. Oh, and Lordy. rock and roll. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, yeah. I tried to watch Elvis last night. Oh, yeah. The new movie? The new movie. Yeah. Not not so good? Not a fan. Really? Nope. Didn't get through it. Okay. Couldn't even finish it. Wow. Please don't hate me, Kenny Shelton. Well, is it... I mean, did they try to... You know how they mix modernism in even the oh, old yeah. stuff? Yeah. 
I mean, and just, there's wrapping in it and oh, really? all this stuff. And I'm just like, pass. <laughs> it, I, I thought it was really weird. I'm curious if other people have watched it hmm. and liked it. Maybe I'm just old. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think I, I didn't think I was, but maybe I am. I mean, I, I like Elvis, but I'm. Yeah, I'd, well, I'd rather... a lot of it's about Colonel parker tom hanks plays colonel parker sure um, almost unrecognizable in Mm. the role okay um i don't know i just wasn't a fan of it just didn't Uh, like it i probably won't watch it and if they did a movie about this next guy well you should probably watch it either okay okay (laughs) don't really care uh 1987 uh this song is released by george michael was a billboard song of the year in 1988 because i gotta have faith I learned too much about him after he passed, just right. through the news. Right. All I know is that's uh, Andy's signature song off of uh, oh, is the it? office. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wore my Dunder Broccoli Mifflin. Rob tried to steal it, but it didn't right. work. I wore my Dunder Mifflin t-shirt yesterday. Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, somebody actually, I kind of got, well, called out in a good way. Oh, yeah? For wearing the shirt. Oh, yeah? By the guy that was uh, taking, well, he was handing out the literature for Gleaning for the World. They were at Sam's. Uh-huh. That's where I went for lunch yesterday. <laughs> Got my uh, nothing well, I but t- the I took best a bu- for you, friend. I took a buddy of mine out to lunch. I said, "Let's go to Sam's. At I'll buy." Sam's, <laughs> and uh, let's meet in the cafeteria. And uh, you know, I got out of there. In all honesty, both of us ate for less than five dollars. Wow, just under five. Hey, big spender. Yeah, spend a little time with me. <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, finally, on this day in two thousand one, the whole Idol franchise begins. Uh, Pop Idol debuts created by Simon Fuller with judges Simon Cowell, and it starts everything for mm. them. And then there were moments that weren't the nasty ones. These were the tender moments of Simon Cowell. And I, I totally agree with what Howie said, you know, about authenticity. There was something about that song after the way you just almost casually told us what you're going through. And, oh, you know, there have been some great singers this year and I'm not going to give you a yes I'm going to give you something else boom yeah and this was the that was a sweet moment it was a sweet moment and she passed what in the last six months yeah yeah my daughter sang with her really she did how yeah, about very that? talented young woman what was her name no uh, doubt about it what? it was like I want to say it sounds like Night Rider, but it wasn't that. Night Bird. Night Bird. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Sweet All right. I uh, got birthdays today. If it's your birthday, you share it with some famous folks. This girl was uh, everywhere in the 80s. Elizabeth Shue turns 59 today. I forgot she did something with Tom Hanks and Cocktail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is your profession. More like my obsession. Does it pay the rent? Someday it will. Right now, though, I'm uh, waiting tables at Jerry's Deli. Sure, I know the place. Home of the famous Cement Danish. Yeah, that's the one. Cement Danish. That sounds interesting. Hmm. <laughs> sounds like it would lay heavy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't want to go swimming after. Well, you know the myth where mom told you, is it a myth, really? Don't swim for 20 minutes after yeah. you eat because you could sink or die of body cramps or I mean, something and why would they do that because most moms would be like yes eat your lunch and get back in the pool <laughs> get back in the pool right. get out of my hair uh, actor jeremy sisto is having a birthday today turning 48 years old don't have any sound for jerry 
Okay. You can make something up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. Okay. Why is he on this list then? I don't know. All right. Singer Kevin Cronin of REO Speedwagon. We know why he's on the list. He's 71. Yes. Okay. Love Keep it. on loving it. Mm-hmm. A lot uh, of music here today. It is. Guitarist David Hidlego of Los Lobos. I'm sure I butchered that. He's 68. Those iconic moments in movies. I'll never forget that one. Mm. With Lou Diamond. Yeah, Lou Diamond mm-hmm. singing that. Grabbing that mic almost like Elvis. But not quite after that movie I saw last night. <laughs> okay. Good Lord. Uh, bassist Tommy Stinson of uh, Guns N' Roses having a birthday today. Not an original. He was a replacement. Right. But still, big part of Guns N' Roses, 56. Good stuff. Um mm. So, Poldy says you're you're his hero. Who? You're the man. Cool. I guess because of your cheap lunch. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe he'll take you out for a cheap lunch. You never know. <laughs> you uh, just never know. Yeah. Hey, our Mind Jam trivia is about orange wine today. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Didn't know this was a thing. But it's been uh, made for like 6,000 years. Yeah. Still popping up. It's becoming and kind of having a renaissance. And you don't use oranges in it. That's the weird thing. We right. want to know. If you know what the ancient method uses to make orange wine. Okay. That's what we want to know. 434-248-0704 is our text line. Uh, someone said, honey, that's a, you okay. know, with it being that old, I can yeah. understand why that I might be that. Yeah. The, a guess. Uh, that's not it, but we're going to have the answer and more information about orange wine, which I would like to try. Actually. All right. It's 620 here on a Thursday. Singer, guitarist. Thomas McClary from the Commodores, turning 73. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. There you go. A little more of your George Michael song. That's right. Today, 1987, released, and then it went on to be Billboard's Song of the Year, 1988. That was it, a huge song. It is a catchy song. It is. It's fun to and listen that to. that camera moving around with him and the guitar. Yeah, it's good. And the ladies went all gaga over this honestly after watching the office every time i hear faith i just think of of andy that's that's all i think of (laughs) so it's kind of surpassed everything else hey today is national orange wine day which i'd never heard of yeah we want to know if you know what the ancient method uses to make this orange wine i'm I'm, 
It, yeah, what product was used. Yeah, That's what, what product was used and how did you get uh, there? My favorite answer came from bear. Bear, okay. As, as only our Russian bear could predict. Russian bear, okay. Uh, well, he is Russian. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, he says, fermented in red clay pots, filtered through uh, Roman, uh, Roman noodles and fig leaves, <laughs> which... Like, what? It's very creative, Bear. It probably would work, but that's not the answer we're looking for. Um, orange wine is actually made from white grapes. White grapes. White grapes that have uh, been, you know, processed almost like a red wine. Mm-hmm. Because red wines are res because of all of the contact it has with the, uh, with the skins. And orange uh, has long contact with the skin. That gives it that orange color. And then uh, the other that doesn't have any contact, that's white wine. So, okay. And, and if, you're, if you're wondering what you pair orange wines with, um, ah, yes. this is one of those this things. This is the more interesting part, the food. It, well, it is. Uh, if you're wanting to, to try an orange wine, um, it's, it's a little, it's, it's kind of funky, they say. Okay. Um, and it's a little stronger than rosés. So they say it's good to, to pair with um, some, something that a red wine would obliterate if it's like would overwhelm it. An orange wine might be a good choice. Okay. Uh, like a lamb dish or something like that. Um, and they say that it's more interesting to try than a rosé. So you might want to try an orange wine. You and my wife need to hook up on that. I just... <laughs> just pass me the Bud Light and another hamburger, please. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.